0: fill it up be yeah, a born and raised on the playground where I spent most of my days <laughs> chilling out acting and relaxing all go how oh, was that Wait, are we playing a game? The widest way to sing that song. <laughs> I could like do some some scatting. Scat man. Yeah, what, what a great that,
1: show I mean, that was. I, I probably shouldn't say what my mental image was, but you definitely had a loofah in your hand singing that song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, and the way I was doing it, I was trying to keep the soap out of my mouth.
2: <laughs> can you uh, can you do the Carlton?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, I want to see. Well, that you one. said that like everybody can. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I watched Fresh Prince religiously, like through from middle school all through high school. So like, it was just a rite of passage that I knew out of Carlton.
1: We were at a pizza joint a couple of days ago, and my 12 year old was looking at one of the TVs. I turned around, and he goes, "Hey, dad." that's Fresh Prince. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> I saw it first. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: believe it or not, I do know some things. So, uh, man, he's just trying show. to impress you, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a, that could have been a sweet moment and you just crapped all over it. him. Yeah. Well, that's basically how I par for the so, <laughs> yeah par for the course. <laughs> so before I go
1: into a deep depression, we should probably get to our topic deal.
0: Should we? Should we or should But it's we? not really a topic this week Let's though. Hear it's more like about multiple topics.
1: Yes, yeah. I uh, love these kind of episodes. Yeah. You, just, you never know what's coming.
0: We never know. Yeah, and Hunter kind of knows. There's
1: always some pretty significant humor. We're fielding questions
0: from the Cody Fitness family. Here's here's one promise I'll make. One of these questions, I'll be the only person to answer it. No, neither of you are allowed to answer it. Okay. We'll okay. let Hunter pick you, it. You get Oh, okay. Hunter gets to pick it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right. All right.
2: <laughs> that right, could, sounds good. All right. <laughs> okay. all right. Here we go. All right, so uh last episode we put out the uh, the one question that we took us a whole episode to respond. Yes. So yes. we put out yeah. the, the the you know the ask us anything on uh, Instagram, Facebook, everything. AMA. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we need to do a Reddit AM, AMA. But, uh, ben first doesn't know what we need a Reddit is. account. Um, <laughs>
1: right after I set up my LinkedIn, I'll get to that. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, so we're just going to go through all the re- uh, the rest of the questions that we got and uh, try to answer them um, as distinctly and shortly as possible. Mm. Um, Indubitably.
0: Indubitably.
2: Indubitably. It's gonna, called a
1: callback. We're going to do this well.
2: I'm going to start on uh, my personal Instagram because i got a pretty good amount on there. Uh, Oh yeah, based on all my followers. How many followers do you have? Well, I got I got like uh, multiple questions from two different people. So Caleb (laughs) (laughs) and Caleb's alt account. (laughs) Why is Caleb the the best? Coach coach? Carl and Caleb. (laughs) Caleb's burner account. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Stop picking on Caleb's group, guys. (laughs) (laughs) He looks pretty sweet, honestly. Uh,
1: By the way, the shoes that shall not be named that led to the boot. Anyway, it's a long story. (laughs) That'll be a whole episode in itself when he gets here.
2: Um, So here, uh, I got a couple from uh, my buddy, Matthew Little, who lives in uh, Nashville. Uh, I used to play baseball with him growing up. So thanks, Matthew.
0: You played baseball? Uh, (laughs) Crazy. And he had uh, friends. I'm surprised by both.
2: Uh, So the first question was... uh, Difference between active rest days and a rest day, benefits of both, any drawbacks and when is best time for each. So uh, active rest day to me would be um, anything where you're getting your blood flowing with a low heart rate. So like... Opening the bag of Doritos. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm, You gotta work those wrists. 12 ounce ounce curls. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. yeah, Like light swimming, bike riding, uh, running, um, rowing, stuff like that
0: on swimming does it matter uh just whichever your are freestyle cool. have to be freestyle <laughs> yeah so w- for for everybody me, it would be
2: doggy paddle
1: yeah <laughs> so many people have wearables these days and that'll help you figure out where your heart rate Heart rate, rate
2: 130 to 150 range somewhere yeah. in there yeah. uh conversation pace um so that would be an active rest day or a complete rest day would be laying on the couch watching netflix all day something like that um, drinking
0: plenty of water yeah yeah yeah
2: um so to me um uh, I typically would say um, if, if you're having two, two off days a week, what, the way we do it with our competition program is two off days a week. One of them would be a Wednesday, and that would be more of an active rest day where we do like some running intervals and a lot of stretching. Um, and then Sunday would be completely off. Um, some people, uh, I think Jacob Hebner takes two complete rest days a week. Uh, it really just depends on you and how you're feeling and you can kind of take it on a, on a week by week basis. If you're feeling really beat up, then don't do anything. Um, but one thing that we do see a lot, I see a lot of is, um, people do too much work. And so they, uh, they, they have they, they have trouble recovering. And so if you're one of those types of people that just beat yourself into the ground all the time and you you just can't you just always want to do more and more and more work, it might not be a great idea to do um, active recovery uh, just because that's that's more s- stress you're putting on your body. And so that's something that I would monitor is, are, am I making progress? Am I recovering? And if, if I'm coming off of my active rest recovery day and I'm not feeling a hundred percent, Maybe you need to stop doing stuff on your active recovery day and just take two complete two complete off days. Um, so you train more days than you rest.
1: Mm-hmm. And then with your rest, you've got to be careful about... Overdoing yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, because you're even on those active recovery days, most of us, that sense of competition kicks in yep. and you overdo it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, so it's, this, this would be more for people who are trying to compete. Um, they're trying to get more work in. Well... Um, it's not the most work that you do. It's the most work that you do that you recover from. And so if you're not recovering already and then you add extra active rest in there, um, that's just more that you have to recover from. So um, it can be a good tool to use um, if you're trying to get some extra uh, aerobic base work in, helping get blood flow. But um, if, if you're already having trouble recovering, I would say uh, nix that. Um, it, if you really feel like you need to do something, do some extra stretching you know, do some, do some extra, uh, body work, get a massage, stuff like that. That's going to add a lot of benefit. So one
1: of the bad reasons to skip active recovery, though, would be soreness, because it's like the silver bullet for soreness is to get that blood, blood flow, flow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now. Yeah. And that can definitely help too. It, like I said, this is going to be really uh, personal and a case by case and even a week by week basis. And you just have to learn to listen to your body. Um, if you know, I'm just sore, Um, then that's a great way to move. But if you're like, man, my nervous system is shot. I don't have any energy. I'm falling asleep at my desk. Maybe that's a good sign that you need to not do anything that day. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just start. Noted. Yeah. Noted. (laughs) All
1: right. Next question.
2: All right. Next question. Uh, the first one, he said, food absorption. And I said, well, uh, what aspect are you wanting to talk about? He said, I know nothing. (laughs) <laughs> so the beginning i like this guy. <laughs> what is food absorbed <laughs> said, what is food he said just maybe some general info um sorry for lack of guidance i was just trying to throw something out there i like hearing you guys talk <laughs> <laughs> is this your wife yeah,
1: yeah. all right, oh, let's slip him a 20
2: after that yeah like, let's okay.
1: start with this one i know you'll have a lot of smart stuff to say but let's start with this one The rate of protein absorption, people who are like, oh, I haven't got my protein in, they mix two shakes and drink them back to back. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, you talk to 10 different people, they'll tell you 10 different um, studies about how much protein your body can take in at one time, the absorption rate, all that type of stuff. So um, the rate of of absorption is really going to, the only time it's going to play a factor is um, around your workout. Um, And so you want to think about after my workout i want to get in uh, protein um, get it broken down so it can get into my muscles as fast as possible because that's going to help me recover faster help with soreness all that type of stuff so you want a already broken down protein that's why uh, protein powder is so good after workouts because it's already broken down and then some protein powders are broken down even more so you can get those in your in your muscles faster and so that's why you want a fast absorbing protein after your workout um and then On the flip side, uh, you want a very slow absorbing protein um, at night because what happens is while you're sleeping, uh, if your body runs out of amino acids in the bloodstream, it's going to start going catabolic and it's going to start breaking down muscle to get some more aminos. And so you want a slow releasing protein. That would be like a casein protein. That's why I like the cocoon uh, that Progenix uh, makes that we sell. That's really good to have or just any type of casein protein at night because that's going to uh, be a very slow release protein that you're gonna get <clears throat> aminos throughout uh, the whole night. Um, the rest of the time, it doesn't really matter a whole lot about the absorption rate um, with protein. So uh, and then we'll talk about carbs. Uh, carbs are kind of like uh, like the the fuel for your gas tank in, in your in your car. So if you think of your body as like a, a car and if you're, your, your uh, workout is like a race, um, so you want to make sure you have a full tank of gas before your race and then after your race, you need to fill your tank back up. So that's like carbs. So um, you you want to have fast absorbing carbs, like especially if you're doing like a, um, a long, say you're doing like an hour long workout or maybe you're running a, a, a half marathon or something. You want really fast-absorbing carbs because those are going to convert to energy really quickly. So, so that's the like non-ethanol carbs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like the uh, like the goo packs or stuff like that, like Gatorade, that's why people drink that stuff or eat that stuff when they're working out because it's fast-converted energy. Here's um, a question. This yeah. new Body Armor stuff, how does that compare into the formula or how does that place? By, by, I don't know. I'm not
0: familiar with the Body Drinks, Armor. Right? You haven't heard of Body Armor? Mm-mm. All right, by that? next episode, I want you to research Body Armor because okay. supposedly it's like the Gatorade killer. The Gatorade Killer. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like Gatorade, but
0: it's an, an alternative sugar. form of electrolyte intake because it does like a uh, magnesium, uh, coconut water, and one more mineral. That okay? I'll, I'll look into it. Um, I've seen it. Yeah.
2: Um, so and, and then yeah, post workout, you you want fast absorbing carbs as well because um, same thing. You want to replenish your glycogen stores as fast as possible to help with recovery. So that's going to be your um, your like your sugars and stuff like that. Um, um, and then the rest of the day, you, you want you know more. It doesn't really matter as much. So if if it absorbs slower, <clears throat> then um, then it's not a big deal. So that would be like your your rice, your potatoes, your um, your vegetables. If you think about anything with a lot of fiber, is going to take longer to absorb. So like you don't want anything with a lot of fiber right before you work out or right after, um, because like I said, you want to get that stuff in as quick as possible. Um, Also, any fat that you have is gonna slow down how fast you can uh, digest stuff. So if you're taking in a lot of fat right before you work out, then that means you're gonna have a lot of stuff sitting in your stomach right before you work out. Um, So think about, I don't want to have a lot of food sitting on my stomach when I work out and i want to take in food right after i work out that i'm going to digest really fast so before and after your workout you want fast absorbing stuff like maybe a piece of fruit like an hour before you work out or something like that um and then after you work out you want the, like the protein powder maybe some um some type of uh sugars if you're a competitor now if you're not a competitor i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend taking that stuff because um, there's no need to really um and then the rest of the day just you know your, your typical food um, that is going to digest a little bit slower. So a lot of it is about timing. You got to, I mean,
1: this stuff gets really complex really quickly.
2: Yeah. I, and here's the thing, like timing, um, food, nu- nutrient timing is not near as important as like for body composition um, and performance as calorie level and macro breakdown and food quality. So those things are way more important than when you're eating. The only thing that has to do with when you're eating is number one, You don't want to have a whole lot of food in your stomach when you're working out and number two it's going to help with your recovery but all that is more um, performance based so if your goals are just health and um, body composition related you really don't even need to worry about that stuff honestly now if you're trying to qualify for the crossfit games and every every percent makes a difference um, as as far as performance then yeah then you need to start focusing on nutrient timing but get the other stuff in check first before you worry about that.
1: Yeah. I think part, I know we got to move to the next question, but part of it is uh, trigger and then action. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have, I, I work out and I, that triggers me that I need to have that shake. Yeah. Which shows, uh, I'm getting the right level of protein. We're, we're all protein deficient. Most of us.
2: Yeah. Most, most people, uh, really need to eat more protein. So adding a shake after your workout is a great way to supplement that. Yeah. Um, next one, this last one from him, uh, outside of static stretching habits or ideas to increase or maintain mobility as we age, um, mobility every single day. Um, one great habit is to do like, you know, five minutes of movement when you get up in the morning. Um, so just like trying to take your, uh, all your joints through four, four ranges of motion. that's a great way to add, um. To, to add some extra movement and mobility work, um, and to get some blood flow in the morning, get your body going. Um, one thing that I'm a huge believer in is mobility wad. I did those for years, <clears throat> still do them some, and uh, it's something honestly I need to do a lot more of. But uh, it's like 15 minutes, you can do one every single day. And he really uh, he really breaks it down so you learn a lot about why you're doing what you're doing, and, and teaches you the body and the anatomy. Um, while you're doing it. And, uh, you know, there's hundreds of them for free on YouTube. They also have a uh, subscription program where you get one every single day. Um, some people like Ramwad. um, the, the static stretching is good. It can be good, um, uh, meditation as well. Um, I, li- I, I got a lot more results from doing mobility wide than Ramwad. Um, but really just making a habit of stretching. Um, make, it, make it a habit of figuring out a time of day when I can devote five or 10 minutes to moving around, stretching, working on problem areas. Um, figuring out when that works in your schedule and adding in it every single day and thinking of it as just as important as your, as your workout is gonna be huge. Um, if you Especially if you sit at a desk, maybe setting a timer like every hour or two hours where you get up and move around and stretch for five minutes or adding a standing desk, um, those can be game changers. Yeah. I t- one thing I've done in my
1: life is if I'm problem solving, I try to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are all sorts of research that uh, your, your feet hitting the ground and the blood flow, it sends more blood to the brain. Uh, so many incredible thinkers in history took yep. pretty
2: long walks. It's crazy. It. Um, and how many people say that like they thought about this huge idea that became a company or or an invention or something while they were on a walk,
1: moving. Yeah. So we, we all problem solve for a large portion of our day. So using that, using that as an effective trigger of, Hey, I'm sitting here thinking about this problem for a pretty long period of time. Maybe I should walk, walk around for five or 10 minutes of this.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find some more of the serious, serious ones. There's a lot of uh, funny ones. Here's uh, who's better at baseball, Hunter Lee or Tyler. Mm. (laughs) So, I mean, obviously Tyler, Tyler played major league baseball, so he was the best. Um, oh well, I don't know, man. I mean
0: sometimes
1: the stars. That's just niche
0: won. and timing
2: and <laughs> position yeah. based. Right, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I would definitely say Tyler on that one. <laughs> He's definitely uh, the nicest of the three. He got paid the well, we'll say he got paid the most to do it. How about that? Oh there you go. <laughs> um CrossFit Coach Carl said, Did I miss my invite to be on the podcast? <laughs> Here it is. Uh, answer, you can be on this answer. episode right no. now.
1: No, short answer no.
2: Uh uh I need research uh randy randy jones asks, i need research on old man strength and when can i expect that to come in please uh, <laughs> old man strength uh slash dad strength is, is uh, the mythological um strength that you're supposed to get when you become a dad or when you get a certain age maybe uh. 35 i don't know yeah i'm mm-hmm. not sure it
0: depends on how much time you spend on a tractor per week that's what kind of equates it, it. because totally it's like correlates. work, strength, dad, strength. They're kind of in that same realm, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I
1: think it's for for guys like Randy, I think it's that magical time where you drop. If I were in a competition, I would have done this many reps. That's what you got to do. Like you right. got to actually start counting your true reps in the workout. Yeah. <laughs> That's the turn. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think that uh, dad strength or old man strength is probably just an accumulation of strength over time over time yeah strength takes a long time to build and so the smarter work yeah yeah the more physical labor that you do the the more you uh you uh get stronger and then probably there's a lot to do with uh when people become dads they stop um maybe they stop Doing so much cardio and just lifting heavy things all the time. I don't know, right, I've on my couch
0: that. at least eight times yesterday just to <laughs> maybe eat move more some food.
2: Thing. So you're getting more proteins so here. Recovering <laughs> yeah. know. beef jerky. You some know. some guy responded hi thumbs up to the question. So hi, not a hi. question. Yeah. Hey man, not a question. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah. All right. Let's see if I can find. You guys got any questions while I'm looking for these?
0: I'm just waiting to answer one. Yeah. We we mm. need to allocate Chases. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here. We, okay. Here we go. <laughs> I we got knew
2: that much for it. <laughs> um. Oh, we got a ton on here. Wow. I didn't see all these. Uh, What's one event or movement you'd love to see added to CrossFit or removed? Um, Sumo deadlift high pull is one that I would love to see removed. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I I hate that movement. I just don't think there's any point to it at all. Like, If you're wanting to get good hip extension, you can do um, cleans, kettlebell swings. Um, We do high pulls um, and accessory work. Um, you also are doing high pulls when you snatch. So I don't, I just. I, I think
0: there's not a movement that makes you look goofier than sumo deadlift high pulls. Yeah. So I think that's the whole purpose and of if it.
2: You, and if you're wanting to do a sumo deadlift, like you're going to get a lot more out of it just by doing sumo deadlift. Like you can't sumo deadlift a whole lot of weight when you're doing high pull with it. So I mm. just, I just don't see any point to that. Here's a whole <laughs> lot of, whole Noted. Lot that, that came to CrossFit Blue Shark. I just saw all these. This is funny um is the jungle the most inspiring class you have ever experienced so the jungle is the 5 30 a.m class in oxford they, they call themselves the jungle they have shirts and like
1: welcome to the jungle yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. They, oh my god. They,
2: they actually created a, a a highlight video to that song <laughs> oh my god do they tease um, their hair awesome. and wear a lot of spandex uh yeah
0: <laughs> no 90s version oh no ni- okay, yeah okay, it okay.
2: is a very very inspiring class though i have to give it to them i mean they're consistently 15 people in that class Uh, Here's another person. Have you ever seen a movement as strong as the jungle at your other locations? (laughs) Uh, Okay, here's another person. When will the jungle's rainforest edition be added on to the current building? (laughs) So, I I don't know what the rainforest edition is.
0: (laughs) Sounds intriguing. How about they spec out a plan for Hunter to install it? And then he'll see if it's in the cards to make it happen. It does
1: make me want to drive to Oxford, uh, spend the night, so I can join this yeah, class Yeah, I soon. mean, it's,
2: it is it is very well known. Uh, why do the rowers at Blue Shark say Coyote CrossFit and not the jungle? Well, first <laughs> off, they say Coyote Fitness because that's what our organization is called. First off, uh, <laughs> let's get one thing straight. Yeah. Do you know how many official members are part of the jungle? I would say... Uh, official, I mean, there's, official. There's it's a, important. A, there's at least, I would say, 12 to 15 uh, when is Hunter moving to Oxford to train with the jungle? Um,
0: when a member of the jungle makes it to a sanctional. When Chris when <laughs> yeah. Chris finally overtakes Hunter's throne here in Madison. When there's a s- coup. Yeah.
2: <laughs> is it true that Frank coaches the jungle for free just because – I mean, this is insane how many <laughs> questions they ask. Hey, I'll give it to them. They're, they're asking questions. Well, they've, they've got their workout over at 530. Yeah, they have a lot right. of time <laughs> the rest of the day. Culture. Uh, is it – let's see, they – uh, is it true that Frank coaches the jungle for free just because he loves being there? No, that's not true. <laughs> is it a disadvantage to be tall in CrossFit? Yes, it is a huge disadvantage. Huge <laughs> disadvantage,
1: unless you sit on a rower. Um, this says Coyote Fitness. Uh,
2: back when I was competing, I'll never forget this, I made it to the to a final event at this competition, and we are all, it was like eight guys or ten guys or however many it was, and we were all back in the warm-up area, and I looked around, and every single one of them came up to my shoulders, and I was like, I'm in the wrong sport, man. Oh, man, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. just... Just think about it like if you're moving, say, we'll take a thruster, for example. First off, you got to squat lower, and then you got to press it up higher. So every single rep is taking a quarter second longer to a half second. You add that up to 50, 100 reps. That's a lot of time you've given away just by the range of motion you have to do. Then you're also having to do more effort. You can calculate the work you're doing. Burpees. Yeah. There's a few movements that it's uh, beneficial to be tall on. Rowing, definitely. Um, Wall balls. Uh, wall balls yes but you also have to squat lower further yeah so like the actual time to complete a wall ball um i think it's actually faster to do wall balls when you are shorter because the ball falls faster than you can squat if that makes sense yeah yeah um but i um i think it used to be an advantage but as people have gotten better and better at it um it it's it's the fastest person doing wall balls is going to be a shorter person now when you're first starting out, yes, the taller person does have advantage. They don't have to throw it as high. But, yeah, overall, yes, it's definitely a huge advantage, disadvantage to be tall in CrossFit. And that's why all the people on the, in, um, at the CrossFit games, all the guys, are the average height is 5'9", and I think those are inflated stats. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some of the guys who are uh, – Fritz Froning's listed as 5'9", nine; that dude is 5'7". He is not 5'9". Um, and then, like, I remember there was this guy, Tommy Hackenbrook. He used to look like he was, like, 6'4". On, on TV, just standing next to everybody else, he's probably six feet. Man. So, yeah. Uh, so, it's a short sport. Definitely. Hey, looping back, you forgot the
1: answer to answer this part. A yeah. movement that you would add to CrossFit that isn't currently there.
2: Um, I don't know. I, I don't think that you can find a movement that hasn't been added in some form, or in some place, one way or the other. Yeah. Um. Now, one thing that... Um, i do think that um uh, needs to be done a lot more of is isolation accessory work is which is what we do um just to help with um uh, e- uh evening out imbalances and um uh, preventing injuries so like you know like the single arm bent over uh row or you know we like do dumbbell curls and stuff like that yeah. Yeah. um
0: reverse curls those are missing my forearms are falling behind <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, Just stuff like that, like the uh, slow tempo accessory work, like bodybuilding type stuff. There's a a good place for that um, that I don't think a lot of people do. So that's why we try to add a lot of that uh, in as well. Is it harder to bike or row for calories? I think that depends on the person. Um, Whoa, what? Really? Yeah, I mean, I will pick the bike just because I can do do the calories way faster on the bike, especially on a shorter one because I can sprint it. I think Hmm. most people will pick the rower. Um, because it's easier for them, but I mean, I think if you're a big heavy person, um, the bike, uh, is a little bit easier to get, yeah. well, it's easier to get calories faster, but it just hurts worse. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think,
1: I think the key there is sprint. Like if you're, if you're sitting in the 12 to 15, you just get that thing rolling as fast as you can. But if you like yesterday to get 30, I feel like you're going to be able to maintain that longer. Mm-hmm. on a rower than like the people who chose the bike. This is an argument that happens inside of Coyote a lot, probably mm-hmm. at all of our locations. Someone who chooses the bike has probably chosen the harder workout.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I like to choose the bike just cause I know it's, I'm going to get a more, a better workout out of it and yeah. it's going to hurt worse. Yeah. But I'm like, if yeah, Sadist. I'm going to get the most out of it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, when, <clears throat> when do you know how many wall balls is too many to program in a wad? Um, so every, <laughs> Uh, maybe, Wait, maybe we should let Chase answer this one with the, with the chuckle. One, that's, that's too many. One is too when many. When you thought they were a good idea, you've when you gone said too wall fall. ball. <laughs> um, so there's a, a general rep range that we try to shoot for for most workouts. So wall balls, um, if you're in the uh, I would say 60, uh, 50 to 75, 80 range, that's a, a not a whole lot of wall balls for a workout. So I try to be in the 75 to 125 for the most, most workouts. Once you get over that, um, I mean, we do do 150, a decent amount, like we did 160 yesterday. Uh, no, we did 120 yesterday. Yeah. 120. um, um, so that's kind of like on the high end. Um, so we try to every single movement, um, there's a rep range that we try to stay in. So I would say most workouts are going to be in the 75 to 125 wall ball range. every you know every the first thing i always look at when I, I look in a workout is that i'm adding up the reps for each movement and so looking at that so um have you seen sid's thighs yes they're very massive um can i coach more jungle classes addison uh <laughs> yeah yeah but this is brian that that said addison said that so i don't know uh what that is uh cass said what are your thoughts on the intermittent fasting trend and we've talked about that before um trend is a great word. There's always diet trends and they come back around. They just keep circling back around. Intermittent fasting is just a way for people to get fewer calories because they're skipping a meal. That's all it is. Um, If if it helps you um, and it works for you, great. Keep doing it. Um, I would say I wouldn't come and do a workout after you're uh, fasted. You're not going to get a whole lot out of that. So if you're working out in the morning, um, maybe do the intermittent fasting later on in the day. But uh, if it you know, is it sustainable? Is it something that you can do for 5, 10, 15 years? If it's not, then I wouldn't do it. Um, I would find something that's sustainable. Um, And so it all just, you know, every single thing, high carb, low carb, high fat, low fat, intermittent fasting, keto, they all come back to calories in versus calories out. Um, And so you got to find a diet that's going to help you do that. And the most sustainable one is going to be Um, the most successful one for you uh, over time. So thank you for all those that went to our Blue Shark page. That was good. Um, Asking for a friend, investing any more GHD machines for workouts, the accessory works. No, we're not going to do GHD uh, in a workout. Um, That's just a recipe to get people so sore they can't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will do GHDs um, as accessory work, but I... I don't like to do GHDs with a general population um, a whole lot. I just don't think there's a whole lot of benefit compared to the risk in that. Um, I, I prefer weighted sit-ups or just doing, you know, regular sit-ups um, with the ab mat. Um, now, the competitors, uh, they'll do GHDs sometimes. But there's, I mean, I don't see any point for having more than one GHD machine in a, in a gym. It just takes up space. Um, that would be uh, utilized a lot of other places. But having one, it does give people the ability to do it. Um... Let's see, and I know some people like to do GHDs in workouts because it makes your abs pop. I get that. Uh, let me go on Facebook. Hold on. You guys got any other questions while I'm, I'm looking on well, this? We've only got
1: a minute. Mm. Oh, final question. Mm-hmm. Let's make it a good one. Take your time over there, Hunter.
2: Well, Ben <laughs> did have a few a few rapid fire questions, so let me let me get to those. Uh, all right, here we go. I'll just go back to my account, and we will go through these. Um, PB&J or Fluffernutter. Um, PB&J. I don't know what Fluffernutter is, so I'm going to say PB&J. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla, definitely. Fluffer's
1: got this really, like, I, I don't know. Like, Not
2: a sandwich vibe.
1: Well, but you're like, oh, yeah, definitely. Then you have one. You're like, yeah, I couldn't have that in my lunch every day. <laughs>
2: uh chocolate or vanilla i definitely a vanilla guy chocolate whoa whoa wait
1: protein shake you're gonna choose vanilla mm-hmm.
2: wow well here's the thing i did chocolate this is no protein longer for, rapid fire i did chocolate protein powder for probably 15 years and i just got tired <laughs> of it okay all right granted all right next uh mac and cheese or fried mac and cheese i've guess, never had fried mac and cheese but that sounds delicious and i really, really want to does, try that yeah.
1: yeah let's go fried
2: um how to how to sneak veggies into meals um uh, cook them. them up uh, that's the best way to get veggies without even tasting it. Stop steaming them. Yeah, yeah. Blend um, them up, or uh, load them up with Tony sauce. Uh, I mean, to- Tony's powder. Tony's sauce. <laughs> it's a Tony sauce, baby. Uh, how to sneak candy in the meals? Same thing. Blend it up. <laughs> we can be overwhelmed and underwhelmed, but can we just be whelmed? Every yeah, day. I am right now. <laughs> Chase, Chase is whelmed with life. <laughs> he, uh, he walks around with a whelmed just, expression feeling, on man? his face. How you Whelmed. Whel- <laughs> I feel like there's a couple more um, questions like that, but I'm not seeing them. Um,
1: Here's a, one I'm curious about. Yeah, Metcons or nanos? Nanos. Metcons. Definitely. Metcons.
2: Uh, nanos make my feet hurt.
1: No doubt. Reebok's just totally...
2: But oh. some people like them. I mean, I think it just depends on the person and how your feet are, how your feet fit the shoe. But uh, chacos. <laughs> um, and then I've tried Nobles. I can't wear them. I like to wear them around town.
0: But you should make a chaco workout. Wear your chacos, and we're gonna do something, some kind of workout in chacos. <laughs> S- stretching. <laughs> <laughs> That you could probably, you how could probably
1: do yesterday's workout, wall balls, and rowing in Chacos.
2: You think? As long as there's no yeah. running.
1: Yeah. If you've got uh, ankle mobility, you could probably do it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Mm. You could do it barefoot. Yeah. So uh, If you didn't mind rowing barefoot.
1: Yeah. All right. So, hey, those were good questions. Yeah, those were and good. Thank we you, We should got- probably say congratulations to uh, Blue Shark.
2: For having the most questions for having the most questions yeah, you guys are awesome out. that was uh, it, they all came from two guys yeah. and they, <laughs> you
1: can count on these guys to be a steady
2: presence in sugar Wad too like man they're just on it i love sugar it's, Yeah. it's uh Hey, here's something funny. People were talking about the the ratio of fist bumps given to received, and I think somebody's gonna calculate it and like calculate a ratio for everybody and see who the stingiest is. I already know who the stingiest is, I'm not gonna say it, but uh Ooh The generous. Uh, if you wanna give if you wanna receive fist bumps, you gotta give fist bumps.
1: Yeah. There is a That's a
2: that's a life lesson right speaking
1: there. Speaking of culture, yeah, that just goes way beyond CrossFit. Yeah. All right, so we got we have a little bit of a outside the box. That was a very whelmed
2: outside the box let's let's go to uh, Overwhelm. outside the box i just had. i agree i just had a vision of the dr pepper commercial uh it's
0: the sweet one that's
2: right
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right so a quick topic for outside the box today number one change you've made in 2020 that's been beneficial for you Number one change you've made—so it seems to be like a habit or a scheduling thing, or a new product, switching products from one thing to the next. Just the number one change you've made in 2020
0: that's shown benefits for you personally. I'll go real quick because mine's probably the most cop out of them of the three of us. Um, but we had we had a child, my wife and I. What? Not, I know I should. Always elaborate on because you never know.
2: Hey, by the way, Chris just had a had a da- another daughter too. That's yeah, what yeah I'm but he's talking not about. here. He's not here. Man, he's Congrats, not here. Chris. We can we're, celebrate it for you, man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Way to go, Chris. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Even though getting it done, you know. Your, your wife did all the work. But here we go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you did one thing. You did one thing. <laughs> At least twice. <laughs> At least twice.
0: Uh but mine, so with the new with the new uh family member we have going on. We're uh we're kinda making an active step to double down on like making time to hang out with friends. Uh you know, when you're when you're, you know, just you know, not parents, it's easier to just kinda make time and hang out with people on a whim and stuff like that. But as you as your schedule gets busier and as your it gets harder, uh, with bedtime and whatnot, it gets harder to hang out with people. You know, as it progresses, I'm assuming. So we are making an active step to make sure that we're making time for uh for community stuff. It's important. It's good. You know, what? I'm like,
1: that's not a cop out answer. First of all, Thank second you. of all, how do, help me? How do you do that? You just so say like, yes. You reach out and say, oh, just say yes. Okay.
0: Or or invite. Yeah, we invite all the time. Even even if it's just like, hey, come over and eat what we're cooking already. Got it. Easy peasy. Because it always eat turns into cooking. more. Eat what we're eat, cooking. Eat what we're cooking. It's a uh, vegetables with a sprinkle of candy on top. It's we great. You'll it, never notice.
1: We call it indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> Everything's blended. Yeah. Yeah. So making time for friends. That's actually a great one. Thanks, man. Yeah. Good call. And way more difficult when you have a little one at home. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. How about you, Hunter?
2: I'm having I'm having a hard time coming up with something that I've changed this year.
1: You know what? I bet this is a difficult question for you because you're like a. St- like this is what steady I do, idea. steady, yeah. regimented. Does
2: it take? Is
0: it? Does it take a lot for you to try to introduce something new? Like do you have to like really research the benefits of something before it's introduced into a, um, as a potential habit?
2: I would say um, I'll look at what area I'm trying to, uh, what area of my life that I'm not happy with, and and what I need to fix. I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you mine. I talked about cleanliness earlier. I'm really trying to reset, um, the room, uh, when I'm done with it, like my car, you know, get out of my car, get all the stuff out of my car, reset it how it was. I, I, I'm trying to do this at home. I got to do a lot better job, like resetting the kitchen. Like my job is to do the dishes and I'm, I, I just have never done the dishes before. So I just have a habit of putting them in the sink and they magically get done. Paper paper plates will (laughs) change your life. Something's changed. So now I'm learning like, okay, I can either put them in the sink and then do them once a week. And it takes me 20 minutes and it's disgusting. Or I can rinse off my uh, plate and put it in the dishwasher right then. That's a lot easier. Just kind of like trying to reset um, the room. I'm trying to be more organized at home. Like in my closet, I've hung up like all my clothes based off like, Short sleeve T-shirts, short sleeve shirt, long sleeve T-shirt, long sleeve. You know, that just being more organized and and home and making things more um, the same um, day in and day out, I think takes takes a lot of uh, a lot of extra thought and stress and anxiety out and just and doing it that that way. So that's the biggest thing for me, I think. That's a a friction reducer, yeah.
0: Yeah, a good habit I introduced was letting my wife make me do that. Letting your wife make you do it. <laughs> yeah. I will allow you to make me do this. One day, my my short sleeves were just in a drawer over here, and I was like, I "Guess that's where they live now." <laughs> here I'm we are. making a
2: habit of taking orders. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm I'm constantly doing what you're talking about, uh, Hunter. I'm I'm constantly trying to figure out how can I how can this take less brain power? Yeah. How mm. can I preload for this to be easier when it's time for it to happen? Because you never know what sort of stress is going to come into your life that's going to make literally picking what you're going to work in more difficult or mm-hmm. you know um, investing in containers for protein that i've got in this one container my two shakes for the day they stack plus my yeah the stack i think they're called go stacks or something like that um so the the big change i've made believe it or not is uh beginning to participate in sugar water. And it, man, it's been very helpful. That is a really intelligent little app. It's cool, man. Uh, it's using all of those social cues and social media stuff and using it for good, which I, I really love. Um, so I'm, I'm a Garmin guy, so I'm always over in my Garmin app checking things. And it's a huge indicator of how my day has gone, how I'm managing my health. Uh, but it was separate from the community. Mm-hmm. So jumping in and adding my score and seeing that graph about how many times I'm participating a week and, uh, you know, getting that fist bump from someone. It's a, it's just a cool, uh, it releases that dopamine and you want to participate in it more and it's good for you. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that been a big change for me. It's been available for a long time. I just didn't jump in on, I'm a late adopter. Uh, but I, w- I would recommend doing that.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, it's awesome, man. It really is. And like, you can track how many days you've worked out. Like you can go back over your past three months and you can see what other people are doing in the fist bump. And then you put a workout in and it says you got a PR and the confetti explodes. You're like, yeah, I'm and it says, you're awesome. I'm like, that's right. I am awesome. <laughs>
1: it's,
2: it's really cool out, man. I, I highly encourage, um, people to, uh, to post their stuff on there every single day and it's growing more and more people are posting. So oh, yeah,
1: yesterday I, I literally got a phone call in the, uh, two set, six sets of two. I did one, Back two, two reps of back squat at 225 and then took a phone call. I put that in in Sugarwad and then I get confetti. <laughs> it's like, hey man, you're awesome. I'm like, you're right. I am awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I took a, I Tim belled the squat portion of this workout oh. and still got the confetti. Got so him. yeah. Tim bailed. All right. So recommends, uh, recommends. Chase, I
0: think you were pretty excited about your recommends. I was. Yeah. So we had an event. Uh, ben and I both work at a church. We had an event uh, a month ago now, I think, uh, there was a student event and the theme was 90s. Mm. And it just, we had cereal for breakfast one morning and it just reminded me, it didn't take much reminding, of how many great cereals there are out there. And, you know, one that kind of goes under the radar more than it should is Apple Jacks. Come not, on. It's not a top five for me or anything. Yeah. But man, is if that's what you're left with, don't that, complain. Th- that is a dependable, that's a dependable buddy right there. Apple Jacks? Yeah. Apple Jacks.
2: Uh, so when I was in college, our, our cafeteria was actually pretty good, and they always had the cereal you could get at all mm-hmm. hours, and I used to always either get Fruit Loops or Apple Jacks.
0: They're so good, man. They really are very good. They're no Cap'n Crunch. I'll never, I'll never say that. But No, I didn't hear you saying that. Yeah. That, we wouldn't even let you record that. No, yeah, that would be deleted. Yeah. I miss
2: those days when I thought I could just work out and then eat whatever I wanted to. <laughs>
0: well, if you introduce intermittent fasting, it allows you to oh, kind yeah. of <laughs> <implement>. <laughs> That's right, yeah.
2: If you break your fast with Apple Jacks, then, uh, then you're all right. Yeah. They're is, not
0: real calories. Is
1: cereal a decent cheat? That's the question. Is cereal a decent cheat? It's probably better than
0: like Moose Tracks. It probably depends on what your normal cheat is. Yeah. Decent as far as health or as far as quality? Yeah, like, I mean, if I go over, like a couple times a week, I have a bowl of Apple Jacks.
1: I'm probably okay. Yeah. You know, that's different than a couple times a week I swing by
0: Papa John's.
2: If you can't live without Apple Jacks, then having it once or twice a week is better than having it every day. Yeah, man. Sustainability. Hey,
0: here's a question. Is almond milk actually better for you than cow's milk? Um, here's a question. Or oat milk? How do people
1: stomach that stuff? I hate it what, so much. Cow's milk? Even almond in a, milk? Almond milk. Even just, in cereal? Oh my gosh, I've tried it so many different. I've tried to put it in a protein shake, I've tried it in cereal, I've tried i
0: flavors. Have you had unsweetened?
1: Yes, I'm like... Ugh. Have
0: you had... I'm I'm going to show my cards here, I'm a simple truth man. Have you had simple truth unsweetened almond milk? No, my family buys simple truth everything though. It is the only one that doesn't taste like a bowl of almonds underneath <laughs> your cereal, 100%. <laughs>
2: Um, it's just a lot of people have, uh, a sensitivity to, to, uh, dairy. Like right. Toast, yeah. I get so that. Yeah. People, people yeah. stomach up. So like, in that aspect, yes. If it's not going to cause inflammation, yes, it's better for you.
0: It's, r- it's rough for me. Like, Ben's wife's always had a great theory about like, we're the only species that eats another species. Milk. Yeah.
1: Drinks another mammal's milk.
0: I don't know where she heard that, but
1: man, it's stuck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're right. I believe it. I'm going to tell everyone <laughs>
1: you go
2: get a, uh, a food sensitivity test. And when you see your, uh, you see what the average response is, which is way more than just about every other thing. So what they classify as normal is still a huge response. Like you'll see, wow, most people have a sensitivity to, uh, dairy, to dairy. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. All
1: right. So what's your, what's your, Uh, so
2: mine's a book. It's, uh, the uh, laws of human nature by Robert green. I've already recommended most of Robert greens, other books on here, but I think this is his best one. It's his latest one. It's incredible. Um, it's just talking about, the laws of human nature, obviously, of uh, different people and how you can see them in yourself, um, see them in other people and how you can, um, improve upon them. I was actually reading it at, a at a cup's the other day and Philip came in and he was checking it out and reading all about it. And he's like, that looks really good. So we talked about it, <laughs> Yeah. but, uh, I've talked about it with some other people and it's, it's a phenomenal book. So I would highly recommend Any, anything Robert green does is awesome, but this, I think is his best book.
1: I'm um, uh, uh, at some point this year, I'm gonna jump into one of those Laws of Power or, so, or something. I don't know. It's You're just, gonna love it. They're totally intimidating because of the size of the book.
2: Yeah, uh, I would. I don't know. They're all they're all worth it. Couple pages break, a day, right? Yeah, you can break it down. I mean, it's it, it, each section starts off with a story, so um, and then he, he then he gives his uh, interpretation of the story, and then he breaks down the key points of each law or whatever. So.
1: All right, so my recommend actually hooks into yours. I jumped into uh, Blinkist this year, uh, which is an app that allows you to listen to summaries of books. There are a few of those out there. Uh, This is a paid-for service, but um, especially if you're a business owner or involved in business, It's just impossible to read all the books you want to read to help you out how to lead a team Mm -hmm. you know all these things so um being able to listen to summaries of books and i have noticed that, and you never know which one is going to be this way but um some business books every page you're like gosh that's valuable other ones you're like there's so much example fluff in these things so uh blink just allows you to kind of sift through that and then uh, there's a couple ways that people use it people use it as like i don't like to read so let me listen Other people, and this is the way I'm using is, let me vet these books and see which one I really want to dig into, uh, glean the information. In a lot of ways, it's even faster than listening to a podcast of the author talking about the book. So it's just a huge time saver. And uh, we're talking about listening to it in the car. You're going to listen to a book on a commute, get a good feel of what it's for. Um, So a book that I found through this, my second recommend is Digital Minimalism, uh, Cal Newport. So this guy's um, on the scene for some other stuff too, but he gives a very balanced approach to uh, how digital presence, cell phones, social networks, what they're doing to us, without being like a um, you know zombie apocalypse, unbanked, living in Montana kind of guy. He, he recognizes that you've got to engage digitally to survive today. But there's a way to do it effectively, and uh, uh, great book. I know a couple of guys that have read it that it's really changed their approach and helped them gain time in their life for things that actually matter to them. So I'm, I'm all about that. So Blinkist and then uh, Digital Minimalism, those are my two. Just trying to sound smart. How'd that go?
0: Man, I would uh, I would go to your class. Awesome, yeah. awesome, yeah. I feel like I just needed glasses for that portion of the podcast. The the ones that like split in the middle and yeah. you have to drop down? <laughs> I've got to get some of those, <laughs>
1: man. That just ups your IQ just instantly. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So that wraps another
0: episode. Unless.